You're listening to the Power Place Audio Podcast. For more resources or to watch the service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org. Good morning. Man. Okay, thank you, thank you. It was a quick trip to Kansas. Average temperature was below 12. It was awful. God brought this verse to my, to my heart while I was sitting here uh, this morning because it's already 1033. We've been worshiping for an hour. And, you know, I, it's funny because as, as one of the leaders of this church, you always think about people. And God was like, stop thinking about people. Just think about me. And, and he brought this verse to my heart, uh, Isaiah 40, 31. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And I read that to you to let you know we're moving towards four-hour services. So if you don't like it this long, you're probably not going to like it that long. There's many other churches that are going on around, and you might want to find one, because we're going to go longer. Here, here's the reason. Here's the reason I say that, because we yearn for a move of God. Like, we long, our, our spirits long for a move of God. But then when you're in it, you know, you pray, God, bring revival, bring revival. And then when you're in it, and we're singing, and they sing the same thing over and over again, it's like, can't you find new words? It's like, oh, my word, I'm, I'm just kind of done. I just really want to go home. When's lunch? But we've been praying something in, and now that it's here, we want to take advantage of it. So we're going to go ahead and jump on the train that God has brought through, the wave of his presence, and we're going to go. And uh, as I was sitting here, God brought to my attention the building two doors down that needs to be built probably soon so that we can house more. Yeah, we're, 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 we're outgrowing this space. We're outgrowing this space, and we need to expand again. And this is, the, this is the reason. God says, every place your foot shall tread is yours. And so as we walk, we just take ground. We take ground over and over. And when I just said that, uh, our financial lady, Penny, just had a heart attack. It's okay, Penny. Don't we have a defibrillator around here somewhere? Anyways, um, no, but I believe that God is growing us again. Growing us again. If we ever get to the spot where we're comfortable, that's not good. We constantly want to be growing. So I wanted to throw that out there. God brought that to my, my spirit this morning. Uh, we are going to wait on the Lord no matter how long it takes. There is no time limit at the power place. If you look through our website, you can't find, you know, services will be about an hour, hour and a half long. You'll never find that because we don't know how long they're going to be. And that's a good thing because we're just going to sit and wait. We're going to wait on his presence to show up. And when it shows up, it's sweet. It's a sweet presence. And uh, so anyways, amen. Amen. Y'all are like, dang it. Why did I come today? Um, I, hear, uh, I want us to be praying for Pastor Greg and Christy. Uh, they're still in Kansas. They went ahead and stayed a few uh, more days. They're moving my dad's mother into his sister's house. And so they stayed for the transition and everything. But be praying for them. You know, we were down there for a couple of days. We we're able to be there for the funeral and everything. And, and um and let me tell you, uh, it, it, it is a, a great day that my grandfather is running around on the streets of gold. And uh, he's in a happy place today. 
he is living out his dream of what he preached every week of his life. And uh, he's, he's now running the streets of gold and he's hanging out with his dad, which we talk about a lot in this house uh, because he saw many miracles. He saw three people raised from the dead and a whole bunch of different miracles happen. And, and it was fun being at the funeral because with all my family around, we just kept talking about all those stories that had happened. And uh, it's, it's cool to reminisce over what God has done, but what he continues to do. And uh, my grandmother, if you're watching today, mama, I love you. And uh, we had some fun these last few days. She doesn't really remember a lot, um, nor does she remember me, but I know you love me down deep inside. And uh, anyway, so we, we had some fun, but it was, it was funny because nothing, nothing that we would talk about she would really understand until you talked about the Holy Spirit. Right as we would start to talk about Jesus or the Holy Spirit, it would click. And, uh, and that's a powerful thing. That is a powerful thing. And, and let, me, let me tell you that to let you understand, things of this world don't matter. The mind can fade away, but the spirit stays strong. And so don't, don't yearn after the things of this earth, but yearn after heavenly things. Yearn after heavenly things. Go after with all of your might heavenly things. Because when you do, when you seek the Lord, he shows up and he supplies all of your needs. And so God is a good God. And uh, today we're, we're going to continue our series. Last week we had our panel and uh, I was happy to be up here with, with all my wife's side of the family and Landon and Allie. And I thought it was fun. Anybody enjoy that last week? You, you felt like that was good? Good. We're going to have another uh, Q&A next week with Pastor Greg and Christy. We have these two tables set up here in the back. And, uh, and they uh, have little pieces of paper on them. You can write any question you want about relationships and put it in the bucket. And next week, we're not going to read it to Pastor Greg and Christy this week. They're just going to get up on stage. We're going to do it like we did last, last uh, year. You know, just gunshot questions. I'll read a question and they answer out of their heart, not out of preparation. Okay, so we're going to do that same thing again uh, this next week. And so go ahead and fill out a question that you have about relationships and uh, and drop them in the bucket for us. Okay. Amen. Amen. Everybody good today? I think I think uh, where we're at in the world today, we need to be very cautious of looking to uh, people around for our answers. Uh, We're in a very confusing time to the nation, but yet a very secure time to the Christian. Uh, It's not a time to worry uh, or to fear. It's a time to be secure in the faith that you've taken time to build. I love what Ashley said today. There's faith in the room to borrow. Go ahead and take advantage of it. Uh, That was such a powerful statement because it's true. You're sitting in a house that's full of faith. Uh, The reason that we're here today is because of faith. You know, there's a faith move that got us to where we're at today. And so, you know, where, where you are sitting in, this house is a house of faith. And so we, we live that way no matter what's going on on the outside of these walls. That's how you live. You wake up in the morning and you stand on faith. You stand on the faith that you have in your father. Uh, he is all powerful and almighty. And so when you stand in that, nothing and no one can shake it. Nothing and no one can shake it. It doesn't matter who's, who's running this way, running that way, who's saying this or saying that. That doesn't shift who you are in him. We need to stop looking to natural authority for answers that only the kingdom can actually answer. We, we got to stop asking questions we gotta, uh, to, to, to people around. We need to start asking questions to the heavenly father. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to me 
what I need to see. Lord, reveal to me the answers that I've been searching for. Stop typing it in Google. You know that if you type in there, I've got a common cold, they're going to say you're going to die tomorrow. So what do you think is going to change when you're asking all these you know, in-depth questions? It's going to give you false information. And that's, that's what this world is. This world is full of false information. That's why we only look to the book. We only look to the book that matters, the Bible. Uh, that was one thing we talked about at my grandfather's funeral uh, is that he still, in his last days, read the Bible for a couple hours a day. Even though he couldn't see very well, he got a magnifying glass that was huge, and he would just float down the pages of his Bible. And then his eyes started going bad. So the connection from his eyes to his brain, he had to start reading out loud the Bible so it would make sense to him. So he would go to Starbucks for a couple hours and read out loud in Papa's big voice uh, the, the Bible. And I just thought, how, how, how cool is that, that his legacy was all about the word? It was, it was bound in, in a leather binding. That was his life. His life was, was the word of God. And to his dying day, he was speaking in tongues. The man was amazing. And so I just, I find that amazing. So hide God's word down deep inside of your heart and watch the fruit that comes forward. It will be great fruit worth sharing. Amen. So today we're continuing on our series, uh, What is Love? Took me a while to get around there, didn't it? Um, What is love? What is love? What is love? Well, love is an intense feeling of deep affection. How many people do we have in the room this morning that are single? You're single, you do not have a spouse, and you do not have a girlfriend. Wow, only a few, okay. How many of you are dating in the room? You have a dating, you're dating. Okay, all right, there's a few more hands there. Awesome, how many of you are engaged? Any engaged people other than Priscilla? Do we have any more? I know Priscilla's engaged. Anybody else engaged that I missed? No? Okay. Okay, so we have, we have a few of you that are, are, are starting out. You know, you're either dating or you're single. I want, I want to tell you something uh, before we even jump in here this morning. We're going we're gonna to dive into love and all that it is. But, but I want to share something with you on my heart that I feel like God has impressed deeply. Uh, he showed me that those of you that are girls, a lot of you have come from a fatherless home. And I want you to know that you're worth loving. So that's, that's the first reminder this morning. You are worth loving and you're worth more than you think you are. And so let me just go ahead and remind you this morning, before you go and search for it in all the wrong places, let me tell you where to find it first. When you find your value in the heavenly father and what he actually thinks of you, your worth goes up. Therefore, you don't go for the normal cat that you always would because you think you have no worth. You now start searching for a heavenly-minded man. So that's number one. Let's break it there. I want to take it back this morning and, and take you back on a little love journey, back all the way to the 50s. Go ahead, Brandon, and bring us back to the 50s just a little bit. sing it out if you know it, because I know you all do. Unforgettable, that's what you are. So nice, I love it. Unforgettable. Oh, okay, take me to the 60s, Brandon. Take me to the 60s. I like 60s. How are the 60s for us? Go ahead and bring us up to the 60s. Go ahead, sing it out.
it right there. I feel it. I love it. All right, break me into the 70s, Brando. Oh, oh, this is too good. That was good. We had to get there. Oh. Should stay. I would only be in your way. So I go. But I know. I'll think of you every step of the way. And I will always love you. Okay, take me to the 2000s. Let's go 2000s. Wait, that was 90s. Was that 80s, 90s? What was that? That was 90s. Okay. Go 2000s. Oh, everybody knows this one. All the kids are like, oh, yeah, this is great. I love it. just journeyed with me. That was great. That was great. Listen, I'll be the first one to let you know our music today is awful. Like love songs don't exist. It's all hate songs. It's like, you hurt my heart. Now how dare you look at me? Bunch of jealous idiots. Dude, 
dude, back in the day, the love songs were good. Every, literally every decade, I was talking to Brittany about this, every decade got worse. And now, like, you want to search, like, 2020s? Love doesn't exist. Like, literally, go on Spotify and try to find good love songs today. They're dirty. You can't even sing them. It's literally disgusting what the world has done to love. So let's just, let's just go ahead and play a little, 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 you know, we'll just let, put this in a scenario. We have kids that come in here that are looking for love, but the tainted word that they have in their mind when we talk about love, they can't grab a hold of it because the heavenly father is not a sexual being, but today the word love, all it is is sexual. There is nothing else that is, that is uh, 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 pure about the word love in today's world. So when we come into the house of God and we talk about this word love, we talk about how the Father just wants to love you, in today's world, it doesn't make sense. And so I was going on a little song journey. I'm loving it because, you know, I love going back, you know, dancing at weddings, especially dancing at weddings with my mother-in-law. Like, she's a nut. Like, she will rip a dance floor up. No booze needed, just her. All y'all thinking you have to have alcohol to have fun. Just go to a wedding with Mimi. That's it. It's true. But, but it's amazing what the world has done with love. And so when we talk about, you know, what is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't. No. Like when we talk about this, that's why today, and I'm going to be real, and I'm going to shoot it to you straight. That's why today the world is okay with six feet distance because love doesn't exist. I'm telling you the truth. That might offend you. It might not. At this point, I've given all hope, given up all hope. Here's the thing. Six feet being apart is no big deal for our world today because we live so distant the only thing we know how to do is type on our dang phones. That's the only thing we know how to do. That's why you can fight on a phone, but you'll never face me to my face. You'll say anything you want to do online, but you can never come and talk to me because you don't have the guts because it's all been taken away from you. I'm serious. This is where our world has come. This is where we're at because love doesn't exist. That's why we look back to all the old people and we're like, man, how are you so in love? Because love used to be cherished. Love used to be real. And now it's just a word we throw out. And I'm not, I'm not one of those that's like, you know, you can't say you love a Big Mac or you can't say you love your aunt. Like, I, I really like, you know, using the word love. I probably use it too much. But I, I love to love. I just, it's something I, I got it passed down from my mother. I just, I love to love. And when you have a genuine love from the Father... Love is different. That's why I started out with the singles. I want you to know that there's a love from the Father that you probably don't know anything about because the word love has been tainted in the day and age we live in. And so I'd like to, I'd like to go ahead and talk about love and what it actually is and what it could be for you. If you'll find the person that created love, you get everything that's attached to it. The word love 
comes from the heavenly father. He created love. He created man. And then he created woman because he said, hey, they need to love each other. Man was alone. He was lonely. He, he, was, he needed a companion. He needed someone. And God knew that from the beginning that we needed that compatibility. We needed to be together. That's why he created the guidelines that he did. Hey, two become one. Even though on the outside it looks like two individuals, they become one in marriage. And when you treat marriage as though the word has put it forth, you get all the benefits that come with it. And that's why the panel last week, when we all talked about the standards that we put in place to keep our dating relationships protected, is so important because love today involves sex. Can we just be real? So it's all consumed and so we, we set up these huge boundaries that were like, hey, we're going to keep ourselves protected from the thing that this world has made so normal. Man, have you turned on your TV lately? If you're not doing it, you're weird. Seriously. You are, you are now the minority for saving yourself from marriage. Now, it's always been that way, but it has gotten in your face lately. Can I get a witness? I'm, I'm explaining things to my daughter off of Disney. Hey, let's have a sit down conversation before I turn off Disney forever. It, it's it's sick. It, it's sickening. It, I shouldn't. We shouldn't have to, but we do. And it boggles my mind what the world has done. But let me just go ahead and bring it to your attention. The world has tainted more than just love. And when we start to buy into the lies of this world, you're on a scary pathway. And so let me caution you this morning to separate yourself. Separate yourself. Separate yourself from the things of this earth. Separate. Let not even the appearance of evil. Not even the appearance. I don't even want to be uh, anywhere near it. You know, one of the things I always we. it was funny growing up. My mom and dad will always say, you know, all you have to do is be in the car to go to jail. If someone robs the bank and you're in the car, you're going to jail. Uh, you know, as a kid, I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? That's so nerve wracking. Oh, my. And so like, but even the appearance of evil, you're going to get questioned, son. My mom's famous line was go to jail. I ain't coming. I ain't going to bail your butt out if you go in there. So you better hang out with the right crowd. I didn't do jail time, but I'm willing to do jail time now for having the church open. Just so you know. Man, how much witness could we have in the cells? Let's go, man. I'm in. Just saying. Uh, so, but God, God is moving at a rapid pace in 2021, and we have to be in tune with his presence. We have to be in tune where he's going. And so you have to separate yourself from the things of this world so that you can have a heavenly minded mindset. And when you do, when God prompts you, you go. There, there's atmospheres that you walk into that are cold atmospheres that don't welcome his presence. I've been in them. I don't like them because when you walk in, you almost feel like you're hitting a wall. And it's like something's, something's not right here. There's, there's something that's off. And when you welcome in God's presence, there's a freedom that comes along with it. 
And a lot of you are in relationships right now that are dating. You're in the wrong relationship and you need to make it right. You need to break up with them. You need to break up with her. And by the end of this sermon, I hope and pray that God convicts your spirit to go home and make a phone call and say, it's over. We're done. You need it. You need it. I feel it so heavy in my spirit and I'm not afraid to say it. You need to go home and you need to break it off and never pick it back up again because God can't move in you as long as you have an attachment to that spirit. Let's read some Bible. In 1 John 4, uh, verse 8, it says, Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. So God sent his son to come to the earth. He was here for 33 years, and then he was crucified on a cross for you and me. And when he went up to heaven, he sent his Holy Spirit to come and reside in you when you welcome him. Therefore, you can walk with authority that man cannot give you, no matter how high you are in your business or if you created your business. That authority doesn't matter to God. God's authority, a spiritual authority, is an authority that you can walk in strong and proud and tall. And what God does through you is gives you power not to abuse, but to use. So we have to be a ready people, especially the day and time we're in. We have to be a ready people. And so we need to know how to love. And we, didn't, we need to know love so that we can be loved. A lot of us are in a position where we don't even want love because we've never experienced it before. So we don't know how to accept it. And God's like, if you'll accept my love, I can show you true love. In Ephesians 3 verse 17, it says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be lifted or filled, I'm sorry, may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. He wants to dwell he wants to dwell in you. He wants to hang out for a while. He wants to show you who he is. He says, hey, you didn't have a father. Let me be your father. Hey, you had a great father. I want to be that father for you. He, he, wants to, he wants to go beyond anything that you could ever imagine or think and be that for you. In 1 Corinthians 13, 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three. But the greatest of these is love. Not tainted love, not, not 2021's love, real, true love. I think a big reason why we get to the point of regret nowadays is because dating has become so much fun. In today's world, dating is everything. Who are you dating? Who are you interested in? Who are you going after? We start dating to get to know someone. And we were talking about this as, as the staff this week. Dating has become a thing where you date to get to know, and that's a problem. Let me, let me, uh, let me clarify what, what I mean by that. To me, when you date someone, you're dating someone to get married. Nowadays, you just date to get to know. 
you should be friends before you date. And let me, let me, let me explain this to you because you, you need to understand that if you're dating someone you don't know, then you're probably not interested in marrying them yet. So why are you wasting your time dating them? If you're not interested in a friendship, you're probably not interested in a marriage. You don't skip over friendship to start dating. But this is what the world has done. Wait a second, wait a second, Zay. That doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. But you're living in today's era. And today's era is see it, hang out with it. Have sex with it and leave it. Let's just be real. Let's call, let's call a spade a spade. It is what it is. And that's what the world has done. And that's why love is so tainted. And it's, ah, that didn't work out and I didn't like it. So I'm going to go on and try the next. And so we, we, we've been in this, this spiral of, of understanding what a relationship is. And that's not what it is at all. Like I go back to when me and Brittany started dating, we had been friends for a while. I, I knew, and I told God this back when I was 18 or when I was 16, my mom and dad gave me permission to go ahead and date. And, uh, and I said, you know what? I've been praying and I just feel like I'm not ready yet. And I'm going to wait until I'm 18. So I made God a promise. God, I'm not going to date until I'm 18. Because you really don't even know what you want until you're 21. The mind finally settles. And so I said, I'll, I'll chill out and hang out for a while. So, so at 18, I met Brittany when I was 17. We became really good friends. And on my 18th birthday, we went out on our first date. But I already knew when I started dating her that I was probably going to marry her. And so we actually waited to kiss for a while. Because I wanted to make sure that what I had was sacred. And, and I'm telling you, you will be looked at like a stinking fool. I remember conversation after conversation, because me and my family, we traveled full time on the road. And so we'd go around to all these churches and these kids would come together like, hey, you dating anybody? We're like, nah, we're just waiting. You know, we're, we've, I promised God that I would wait until I was 18. They're like, why? What's the fun of that? I'm just not ready yet. Oh, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're true. And I probably missed out on a lot of fun. But what I'm living now in is the blessing. And so I'm so glad that I was willing to be considered the nerd bomber that wouldn't go around and date every living being that stayed firm in his standards and said, God, I'm willing to wait if you'll bring me my promised one. And when she came in, it was like, boom, fireworks. It came like a wrecking ball. And she wrecked my world. But I knew what I had waited for because I was so in tune with him. And not that I'm perfect. Please don't, please don't take that because I'm not. I'm way off. But way off the line for perfect. I'm not way off. <laughs> but, but what I had lined myself for was God to be able to pour out. And a lot of times now we remove ourselves from that alignment. So when God tries to speak, we're so mixed up in all of these things that we miss out on. His actual promise. So if you're dating someone right now that you don't align with, let it go. Let it go. You're wasting your time and you're wasting God's time. If you can't see yourself marrying them, stop dating them. Don't be the kind of person that dates the kid for, for 12 years and was like, yeah, we're just not ready to commit yet. So what are you doing? Like, I don't have any time for a conversation like that. You've been dating for how long? For what? 
What are you waiting for? If you're not that certain, you should have dumped them a long time ago. And this is, this is where the world plays and God means business. God says in his word, hey, get married, have kids, do things right. But we all play games. And so if you're playing today, I'm going to challenge you to get it right. Either cut it off or make it serious. If you really feel like God has brought you into alignment with that person for such a time as this, and you're like, this is my, I, I feel it. I, man, then go for it. Go for it with all that you are. Set up standards to keep you safe and secure in your relationship. And then do things right. Read your word of God and align yourself with it. Uh, uh, let, let's go on. Let's, let's, we got to keep reading Bible. It's just, it's how we get back. First Corinthians 6, 12. It says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food. And God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise up by his power, raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. What does the word flee mean? Run! Run! I don't know how else to say it. Every, if I knew another language right there, I was going to use it, but I didn't. Every other sin a person commits to, uh, is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? Let's, let's get a little reminder. Let him, let him remind us right now. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Oh, that's good. Okay, let's go here. If you've given yourself away before marriage, you're not a lost cause. You were bought with a price. You are a son and a daughter of the Most High. Today, I speak life back into your loneliness. And right now, in Jesus' name, I speak your virginity back. Now, here's the thing. Let's, let's, let's understand something. You are bought with a price. He cares about you. And in the word, it talks about no matter what you've done, I still want you and I wash you clean. So go ahead and use that in all areas of your life. If you stole a pack of gum when you were five or you gave yourself away before marriage, every sin is the same. In the word of God, it talks about all sin is equal. I am renewed today by his stripes. I am made new today by his stripes. You're made new today in Jesus name, not by my power, 
by his power. God is a God of mercy. He's a God of grace. Why do you think you're not worthy of that grace? God has sent me here this morning to remind you of your worth. You are loved daughter. You are loved son. You're loved more than you know. More than you could ever imagine or think. God loves you enough to put it in my heart to let you know he loves you. No matter how far you've gone, today he wants you back. Thank you, Jesus. I remember, and a lot of you have heard the story, but I remember when me and Brittany uh, we're just friends. We weren't dating yet. I had a Jeep and, uh, remember it was the first reason she came in looking for me and, uh, I had taken the doors off of the Jeep and we always did this thing where, you know, I would turn and, and my brother would hold on to the roll bar when we took the doors off and, you know, you go around and turn and he would fly like Superman out on, you know, holding on the roll bars. And then I, he would jump in the driver's seat and I would do it. And it was just, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, no, we were not wearing seatbelts. You can't wear a seatbelt and fly like Superman at the same time, if you were wondering. Um, but anyways, Brittany was in the, in the car with us, and we were doing it, and she was like, that looks like a lot of fun. Can I try it? And so, you know, yeah. I mean, why not? And so she got in the passenger seat, and I went around the corner. We were in the neighborhood at this time, and so I come up around the first turn, and I was like, all right, here we go. And, you know, I hit the turn, and right as I hit the turn, she went out, and she got straight, but then she let go. And I remember just seeing her fly through the air. And uh, she hit the ground and she rolled and rolled and rolled. And she rolled into the grass. And uh, I remember her getting up on her knees and she put both fists in the air. And she's like, let's do it again. I put the car in park. I got the ring out of my pocket. And I was like, would you marry me? No, I remember she was, she was bleeding all over. She had road rash all over her. And so we went back and jumped in the pool so we didn't tell my parents. We didn't want to tell her parents either. So like, just wash it off, you know. We ended up telling them, uh, I think it was like a month or two later. Anyways, um, this isn't the first time they're finding out. Um, but but I, remember, I remember that moment of being like, oh my word, what happened? And, and this, this feeling came over me that, that this this love that I feel, because at that point it was, we were new. We were just, we were friends. There was nothing there, but, but I, I remember started to, we started to get that, those feelings. And what do you do with those feelings? What do you do with those feelings of being like, I, I really want to be with that girl. I really want to be with that guy. I really want to go to the next level. I really want to express to them how much and this cat right here, my wife, didn't give me an inch, not even a, like, like a milli inch. What's smaller than an inch? Whatever. She didn't give me any clue that she liked me. Nothing. We were best friends and not an ounce of, 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 of understanding that she liked me at all. So when I finally had to work up the courage to say, hey, listen, I just want you to know I like you. It was the hardest thing in my life that I had ever done. But I remember, I remember walking up to that moment. I remember all the days up to that moment, the time I spent in prayer. God, if this is really it, open up the doors. And if it's not, 
I have to be okay with it. Slam them closed. We have to get there as the church. If you're sitting here and, and you know, you've been married for a while and maybe, maybe you're in a marriage right now that is, is not working out. Maybe you're in a marriage where you're like, I should have never said yes. Maybe you're in a marriage where maybe it's an abusive marriage. Maybe you're in a marriage where you don't feel equally yoked. You feel like he's on one page, you're on another. Can I tell you, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Your prayers go answered. God is the God of working things for good. And so when you give him the right into your relationship, instead of you going into your closet and just running your mouth about how much you hate him or how much you hate her, you go into your closet and you pray, Lord, only you. Only you. Lord, I pray that you would break his heart. I pray that you would break her heart. Lord, I pray that you would reveal. Lord, I pray that you would show me how to love like you love. Lord, I pray that you would show me how to have grace like you have grace. There's hope. There's hope. Right now, I, I want us all to pray real quick. Just lift your hands all over this room. We're going to pray for those marriages right now. Lord, I pray those marriages right now in Jesus' name, they come into alignment with you. Lord, I pray if it's on his side or her side, Lord, I pray that there would be a, a revealing right now, Lord. I pray that eyes would be open, ears would be open, hearts would be open, and it would be changed and transformed now in Jesus' name. We love you and we thank you, Lord. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Okay, we're closing out here. Uh, worship team, you can join me, please. First John 4, 7, it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. This is why it's so easy when you're out amongst in the world and someone just, you know, rips into you and they don't even know you. It's really easy to be like, oh, they just don't know God. That's why. There's an easy separation. You can see Christians a mile away. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. Notice how it, he didn't say, if, if they've sinned too much, I can't be a part of that. 
He just said, if they love me, I will be in them. And so we know and rely on the love of God, the love of God, the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Let that settle in for a second. Understand the fear that's going on around the world. When you know his true love, there is no fear. Let that settle in. Understand that. When you know God's love, it, sur it eliminates fear. Well, how can you not be afraid with everything going on? Because I've been promised a greater tomorrow. And so if I die tomorrow, I'm going to a better place. I don't fear tomorrow because tomorrow could be greater than today. And if I wake up tomorrow, it's going to be a better day than today because God's children always get better. And if you're not getting better, then check your walk. Because if you're walking with him, you should constantly be growing. You should constantly be learning. You should constantly be gleaning from him. So you should be getting greater. You should be getting bigger in him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and their sister. This is a powerful verse. And I end here because I want you to understand that when you find true love, not tainted 2021 love, true love, it wrecks all of your thinking. Anything you used to think is wrecked because you finally found the creator of love and what it actually means. And maybe there's a lot of you today that you've been a Christian for a while and this is still blowing your mind. You're like, I, I don't understand. Have you really found the heavenly father and who he actually is? Or have you just been a part of a move? Because you can be a part of a move and not involved in a move. That's simple. You can do it. You can come in and ride the wall and have the crossed arms and the one foot up on the wall and just hang out. But you will miss the movement of the move. If you're not willing to walk and to learn and to glean and to grow and to change and to shift and to move and to move and to move, you will be left in the previous movement. 
And this is why it's so important for me to talk about what is love for dating, engaged, married. Wherever you are today, God wants you to know his love is greater. His love is greater than any of your, your worries, any of your fears. His love is greater. And God wants to do some renewing this morning. So if you could stand with me. Everyone stand. Thanks for listening to the Power Place Audio Podcast. resources or to watch a service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org.